and welcome to the first episode of So Jaded. I am your host this season, Jade Rodriguez. Lovely to meet you. It is really, really exciting that I'm finally filming this first episode of this dream project of mine. Um, So let's get into it. Today, we will be talking about one of my all-time favorite TV shows, Broad City. And for anyone who doesn't know, Broad City follows these two best friends, Abby and Alana, as they explore New York City in their 20s. So this is a show that focuses a lot on young female friendship. There's drugs, sex, dog weddings, and a lot of other really, really hilarious content that is actually inspired by both of the creators' lives. So that's Alana Glazer and Abby Jacobson. They are seriously my personal heroes and everyone should look them up if you don't know them because they are still creating really great content even after Broad City ended with season five being its last. So for this episode, we will be talking to two friends of mine, Tristan Bigler and Michelle Chan. And I don't want to talk much more because I'm just pumped to get into it. So let's do this. I don't have too much to say anymore. Cause I got no words coming out of my mouth. I think that you think that I think we're all good, but I know you would do it against me. Okay. Hello, friends. Um, so <laughs> I mean, both of you know that today we're talking about Broad City. Basically, I want this to be like as normal of a conversation as like we can have about it because we all like love the show and it's so amazing. Um, So I guess, well, first of all, I want each of you to introduce yourselves so that we can like get an idea for like your voice and like who's who. Um, And if I mean, just introduce yourself, like say whatever you want to say. and yeah, go for it. If you want, Tristan, you can start first. Um, yes, I'll start. So I'm Tristan Bigler. <laughs> I have, Broad City has been a part of my life since my <laughs> senior year of high school. And I would definitely say it was like part of my identity in college. I really like identified as Broad City, um, especially living in New York. It really shaped a lot of my experiences. Um, and I had a lot of points of reference for everything that I was doing because it's almost all done in Broad City. Um yeah, that's me. Hi, my name is Michelle Chan. Um, I am an avid Broad City watcher, but I didn't get into Broad City <laughs> until like sophomore year. So like last year, um, mm. after my friend Caleb, like he like always talks about it, but then I like never watched it until um, last, I think it was like winter break last year so I think that was like 2018 and at the time I was like at home in Hong Kong and Hulu doesn't like work there oh right you're out of the country so I like scavenged for it like (laughs) somewhere on the dark of the internet (laughs) like online somewhere (laughs) so and then I like binge watched the entire season and then my friends and I like we would watch the font like it was the last season was coming out so we would watch it every week and it was 
I know it's so sad. It's also heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. Tristan and I were separated when the last season happened. Tragic timing. Like I needed you for that. I know. It was really hard. (laughs) Watching that last episode was just like so sad by myself. Yeah. And especially because it took place like right next to Pace University because it started on the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. Wait. Michelle, I was abroad at the time. (laughs) Oh, sorry. My um, movement teacher saw them filming that episode on the Brooklyn Bridge because he like rides um, his bike on the bridge every week to go to school. Oh, cute. So he like got into class and he was like, you guys watch Broad City? Like, I just saw Alana and Abby, like, pushing a toilet across the bridge. <laughs> and we were like, what? <laughs> that oh, is incredible. He probably saw Amy Poehler, too. Oh yeah, my yeah God. a lot of people did that day. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. Um, okay, so both of you know, at least, like, I've talked to you a little bit about, like, what this is about, which is basically dynamic women in television specifically Mm -hmm. um, and kind of just like looking at that. And in my opinion, I think Broad City really expresses that. And I think Abby and Alana are two characters that are so dynamic and so like they have a lot of emotional depth to them, even though the show is so comedic. Mm -hmm. Um, So like one of the things that I'm focusing on, I guess, is what it even means to be dynamic and like how Mm -hmm. Abby and Alana even like fit into that kind of like definition in a way, Um, just because there's Mm -hmm. so much to them. Um, I would also totally agree that Abby and Alana are dynamic women. I think the show as a whole is really dynamic. Like it starts off kind of just like two girls being dumb in New York City. And then it's like these super deep messages about like codependency and like friendships, relationships, Mm-hmm. all this stuff. So inevitably, like the characters are also dynamic with that. Um, and I like, I think like they have emotional range, a range of different experiences. And then also like chronic, like they change over time. Like Al- Alana's relationship with Lincoln um, changes a lot. And obviously Alana and Abby's relationship changes yeah. and Abby's relationship with herself. And like, not only her sexuality, but not only like with exploring women, but just exploring like anybody, you know, she starts off really awkward, like with Jeremy. Um, And then by the end, (laughs) she seems very, very like confident. Good old Jeremy. I I think it's like definitely like a testament to like who they are as people, because I remember like, I, I remember like watching some of their like, um, like when they, the season, the series was about to end, they did a bunch of like YouTube, like behind the scenes videos and stuff. Mm. And they were Mm -hmm. saying how like, the characters are like largely based on like their own personalities, but like mm-hmm. if you like ramp them up to like a hundred, like times a hundred percent or something, right? So like yeah. I feel like you like these are characters that are very real because they're literally based on like themselves and yeah. like things they would do, but then like in a more like dramatic sense. For sure. So like I feel like that's why so many people connect with these women because it's like mm. things that like they've always thought about like they have conversations that like we always think about too but like never really like fully explore or like things you only talk about like you know like when you're with your friends like right like behind closed doors behind closed doors and stuff and I think that's like why people really relate to these women because it's it's just like two they're they're not like super special people they're just like two like average girls like living their life in the city yeah Mm -hmm. I also think um I remember I was thinking back on like the development over the seasons. And I remember the episode Solstice Games Day. Um, 
Alana is talking to Abby and she's like, you know, I hate any form of aggression, especially yours, but blah, blah, blah. Like she was at that time. I remember seeing her characters like so chill. So like so unbothered by everything. And then by the end in season five, she's literally like screaming and like attacking things and smashing things when Abby says she's going to leave. And I think as somebody who's like really followed Alana Glazer's journey, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like her life, her (laughs) real life, um, I think she did kind of go through some trouble towards the end of Broad City, like with the show ending. And also I know like she had a close friend that died and stuff. Um, and also I think like being in the public eye for that long is really hard. So I think like you were saying, Michelle, it really does reflect what was going on in their real life. Like she started off this kind of just happy young character. And then by the end, she was having some deep trouble, troublesome issues. I know I, you know, I identify as Abby, like to a T, I feel like I am her, like it's so, it's so crazy, crazy. (laughs) but I feel like we all, like we can all be a part of them, like Michelle, do you think you're more of an Abby or an Alana? I think I'm more Abby, but it's like, it's also, it's like, it's the kind of thing that it's like, they have, like, I don't feel like I'm like, like a hundred percent, like one of them. Oh yeah. I feel Mm -hmm. like I am like mostly Abby with Mm -hmm. like parts of Alana. Yeah. And I feel like that's like what makes them like the character so relatable. No, definitely. I think- Yeah, I think as long as you can at least see some part of yourself in them, that is kind of what makes them really dynamic in that sense because they're working hard to help us see ourselves in this like crazy, crazy show. Yeah, it was hard to um, distinguish whether Broad City influenced me so much or if I... (laughs) Broad City was just a perfect representation of who I was. Like I couldn't tell who was influencing who, but it really, I found every bit of it so relatable. No, that's really interesting. Like, yeah, because I mean, I started watching it when I was in high school. So to mm-hmm. be already be so watching a show like that before you go to college mm-hmm. in New York City. In New York City. Yeah. Yeah. It's like who is like, controlling who. Right. Scenario. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I think like for me, it might have been different because like yeah. I started watching like last mm. year, like after like over a year, like almost two years being like living in the city by myself Mm -hmm, like with friends and college and stuff so I remember the one episode where she goes to the boss's house I think it was like in the last season and oh no (laughs) the the shrooms episode oh yeah the shrooms episode and they had the packs with them do you know like the the packs yeah 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 where like wait the packs when they're smoking, right, so it's what they when smoke they're smoking. Oh, in oh, like thing. a pen, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. But it's like a Pax, which I like didn't even know what that was. And the only reason I like <laughs> knew what it was when I saw it was because like these girls that were living on my floor freshman year were like obsessed with them and would like tell us all the time, to- like all the time, how awesome they were. And they're like these two hundred dollars, like little vape things. Yeah, um, yeah. where you uh-huh. can like, yeah. So, like to me, I was like, holy shit, like yeah like people actually okay. have those and just like have right. them with them like in the city like um and like that was like a moment where I was like wait what you know what I mean You're like, like that really real. I yeah. know people that like literally do that yeah 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 it's so crazy how so like how would we describe the friendship that is Abby mm-hmm. and Alana because I mean Tristan Very like you said like question yeah they go I, on a, a journey together mm-hmm I think their relationship is different from any other friendship I've ever seen on television before mm-hmm. because it just like defies like Abby uh, Alana first starts off 
I mean, she's always been in love with Abby, but at the beginning, it's kind of like a joke. And the, she's like, oh, like, haha, I'm in love with you. And I always kind of wrote it off. And then by the end, like the very last episode, I realized that she's like legitimately in love with her. Like, it's not really a joke. Yeah. And when they were like, hold, there was in the last episode, I think they're like holding hands and they're just, it, it changed the entire perspective. I was like, this show has not been about two friends. This has been about two women who are in love and just don't really like have sex with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it changed the whole thing going back and rewatching it. But I think like the way that Abby, uh, Alana is in love with Abby, but she's not like jealous of her having relationships with other people and they will often like talk through each other's sexual experiences um like when abby i remember like abby forgets to use a condom or she like pees out a condom and then um she says like because i didn't i it wasn't from last night because i didn't use a condom and then alana gets really mad at her um and so it's like they can openly talk about it but Mm -hmm. alana's never jealous of her Mm -hmm. so it was it's just really like it's such a transcendent relationship like they they have such deep love and they really are like each other's everything but it's not like monogamous and there's no like jealousy or competitiveness or anything like that yeah I think like their relationship is so unique it's kind of like um but it's again like going off what Tristan said it's it's not like they don't ever define it um they're just like best friends in a way that it's like Mm. the kind of relationship that you always hear about of like you choose like choosing your family like they Mm. are very much like they have a familial bond but also it's not like like I wouldn't say it's like sisterly or anything it's just like something Mm. that they don't like feel like they need to define or anything and um it's it's actually like super inspiring to like see them be so like comfortable with each other in that way and Mm. like I would say, I say, like, familial because, like, like you see throughout the series, like, um, Alana's family, like, very much, like, takes Abby's family or Abby in and, like, yeah, um, yeah, cares yeah. for yeah. her in the same way, like, in the familial way and stuff. Um, and I, I think it's, we don't really see on TV a lot um, relationships like this where they're okay with, like, not defining it and, like, mm-hmm. um, just like go on like how they feel because I feel like maybe like a lot of times like if you were pitching this to like a network or something they'd be like no like audiences wouldn't understand this um relationship (laughs) blah blah blah, whatever but like because these two women are like in charge of their own series they're the creators they're the stars they're the writers like they could do whatever they want and like people want them to like keep going because it's like we relate like we relate to these women so much and we love their stories so much that like it's it's like the cathartic feeling of like we see them on tv and like we want to be like them and like we understand what they're trying to say to us and like we understand the feelings they're going through um and it's just like cool to see people up there that like could be like us you know yeah I think that's important is like mentioning the fact that they are in charge of their own stories and like Amy Poehler yeah. being the person who like being this amazing woman who like to help them get on Comedy Central and like mm-hmm. it's just like women supporting women constantly yeah. and yeah. um <laughs> which I love and I think I mean I'm gonna literally talk about that on like every single time I talk about one of these tv shows because almost always they have um, a woman in charge who is right. creating these characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is really and I think, awesome. I think one of the great things that, that about like women 
creating TV shows and specifically about Broad City is like all of these really important things are never really seen as statements. Like they, it's kind of almost like they can be overlooked a little bit, but then if you really watch it, then they're like new, they're just within the story. Like it's not like they're trying to prove a point. And I remember listening yeah, to yeah. an interview with Abby and Alana where they were saying like they never they didn't come into the show like with the intention of making like a feminist show they were just putting what they wanted to see on tv mm-hmm. so it's just like if if women are creating shows and, and giving their genuine experiences then it doesn't have to be like a big thing it's just like people relating to what they see you know yeah it's yeah because it's never like they like when they it's not like like the shrooms episode it's not like them being like oh like it's okay to do recreational magic, <laughs> mm-hmm. whatever. it's just like like stuff that goes on in their life and like right um, like the episode of like um like tr- the the episode you were talking about before with trey and abby like um going on a date like it was like i feel like it's not like um like a big statement on like um powerful women can just have casual sex or whatever it's just literally, literally like it's just this guy it. that they've like been friends with and like this is like real things that could happen you know yeah. And then he just kind of disappears. Like they never really go back to, to his storyline in season four. He's just like another guy that she hooked up with. It's so, it's yeah. so not And the same finale, with the fina- Oh yeah. Jer- Jeremy oh, yeah. is so funny because he just disappears. Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> disappears. Like, Abby, did he move? I don't know. Abby ruins his dildo. Like, and then, yeah. and yeah, then and it's like, they're like, this like, isn't happening anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like later in season four and he's like this is my um not my wife but like my partner and he's like oh yeah yeah from, yeah like, some country that was crazy but I remember I was watching an episode with um our friend Sarah and she was like oh my god do they end up together she was talking about Abby and Jeremy uh, and I was like <laughs> like I totally forgot this man like even existed it's not it's I not know, one right? of those shows that has like you know super yeah it's true and then i keep on the reason why i was laughing about trey is because how in the series finale (laughs) he proposes oh yeah and abby's like uh do not like you're crazy you You know what else is like cool though like like on the same like thought they like always like the entire series is just about the two of them and they have like other people come in and out like jaime and like trey and jeremy or whatever but like it's oh like at the end of the day it's always it's It's about the two of them and like their relationship yeah and i also i think a lot of people can relate to this my favorite scenes like of course the most of the episode is them doing like crazy shit throughout new york city and then at the end it almost always ends with them back in one of their apartments just like debriefing about the night and then like sometimes after that there'll be a little like blooper or like extra bit i don't know those mundane moments where they're like no makeup no no like um glamour and they're just talking to each other are like my favorite bits Mm -hmm. i mean that's why hack into broad city is so good and so popular is because it's literally just both of them talking exactly like like we're doing right now yes but like like which is wild to to think about that that's like literally as though they're in quarantine with us and it's like yeah oh my god like those extra scenes are like always in the bathroom for some reason (laughs) (laughs) they love definitely a couple in the bathroom (laughs) they love the bathroom is that what you're gonna say they do they love the bathroom but i think it's also their way of just being like i have a pussy and i don't care who knows like they like all the times that they have to like blur out like like when abby is just Mm -hmm. like dancing naked in her living room like yes 
they'll blur out what they have to in order to be on TV. But other than that, they literally don't care. Like they just yeah. don't. Or like that, that one not. scene where Alana has that chain stuck to her waist and they're like taking it off. I think that's one of the extra scenes too. Oh, I, yeah. saw, I was watching that episode the yeah, other night and it was so funny. Yeah, it is. I remember I was listening to an interview with Abby Alana and Gemma, the girl who plays, um, oh, sorry. What's her name? Darcy who plays um, Gemma, like the tall girl from the gym. She's also in um, yeah. The Good Place. But she was like, mm-hmm. she was like, it's hilarious when Abby and Alana write themselves naked in scenes and then they show up on set and they're like, oh God, I have to get naked in front of everybody. And it's like, dude, you're the one who wrote this. Like you make the ass decision. <laughs> um, yeah. That's so funny. I guess um, in general, like in a larger scheme of things, um, how do we think they've kind of like within the five years that they were on TV, um, how do we think that they've kind of like changed the way that either we think about ourselves or just in general, like what we, what honestly society like usually would judge women for? I feel like I think the best thing about Abby and Alana is the fact that like they mm. can morph into whatever they need in order to be like successful, badass women. Like, mm-hmm. Like, Alana will literally show up to work in, like, a dog hoodie. But then it's, like, she'll get her power suit, the episode where, like, she gets her white power suit and she's, like, I'm a boss bitch now. Like, they just, like, do whatever. Like, they could be as unladylike as they want to be Mm -hmm. or as, like, they'll get dressed up and go out to dinner. Like, it's just they are all around just, like, 360 any woman that they want to be. So, like, how does that right, kind of, no like, rules. make you feel? And, like, how do you think it might, be like, change the way that you think about being a woman? Yeah. Um, and I think also, like, when when they specifically, like, living in New York City, it probably would have shaped my life this way in general. But especially living in New York City, when, when shit happens to them in the city, they just accept it and they move on. They're like, all right, like, what? how are we going to fix this problem? And then at the end of the day, they're laughing about it. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, I would definitely sort of pity myself a lot and things in New York City can get so complicated like any transportation issue or whatever just feels so overwhelming and um it would it's easy to like get into this just like dreadful mindset where you're like the world is against me but once I identified with Broad City I was (laughs) I just pretended like I was in an episode of Broad City and it was honestly a really great coping mechanism like shit would happen and then I would just be like well lol like it'd be like that in New York City and then like keep moving and it really did honestly get me through a lot of a lot of stuff so that's right. another way it right and it's like back to what we were saying earlier like they like don't they're not like these like rich girls that we see in like gossip girl or something yeah. or like sex in the city like they're just like average like 20 something year olds like hustling mm-hmm. like trying to make ends meet like the most like the most the majority of people that are like 20 yeah. somethings in the city you know mm-hmm. right they show it's the real version of new york city they do they show a real a very real version of New York City. And it's right. funny that you mentioned Sex in the City because I'm actually mm. going to be talking about Sex in the City like in a couple episodes from now um, because I have like a group of friends who feel like they identify like with that group of friends. Oh. And it's like, it's so weird, like this idea of like being dynamic and like being like, I feel like anyone can connect to any of these characters if they like mm-hmm. look deep in themselves and like, kind of figure out what they really what they love and like what just like knowing who you are like I feel like you can identify them with any way in any way but 
like you can't be a hundred percent anyone, like any character, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But they're just showing such a different side of the city and just this loyalty that they have for each other. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. That's so exciting. I didn't know you were doing Sex in the City. That's really cool. And that will be really cool to like view the dichotomy of New York City. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know we've been talking about it a lot, but how do you think in general, I guess if we could do like a clear definition of what being dynamic means. I just think it's like characters that really clearly and realistically and believably develop over time, um, Mm -hmm. like specifically with TV shows over the course of the show. And I think that it is uh, distinct to Broad City because you rarely see that with like female characters. They're often like static or only there as a prop or it's just unrealistic and not relatable what they go through. Mm -hmm. And I think Broad City is really good at like being grounded in, in reality and still like showing a change, like a good, a, a clear change over time. Yeah. I think for me, like in terms of dynamic and, and like characters on TV, I think it, it really comes down to like um, authenticity. And I think that comes with like good writing. Um, mm-hmm. I think like yeah. the writers are awesome on Broad City. I know it's like not only Alana and Abby that write, they also mm-hmm. have a team. Um, but mm-hmm. I think that with good writing, it, is like when we can create characters that feel authentic and like feel like real people that we can be friends with and like that we know around us. Um, And that like comes with like taking into account like real people's situations. So like not just having a boardroom full of like people that don't have real experiences or like just Mm -hmm. like one demographic of people, you know? mm -hmm. So I feel like that goes back to like um, including like, um, diverse voices in the writer's room and yeah, um, the sure. authenticity of like the people's stories you actually want to tell like I feel like a lot of the time sometimes people would tell would try to tell like stories like this of like the average person but like the people writing them aren't really like the average Joe they're like mm-hmm. some rich guy mm-hmm. who's like been in Hollywood yeah. for like five years or something you know what I mean um, yeah yeah, so, yeah. I, yeah that's like that's my idea no yeah that it what means do you think, a lot I think being dynamic is kind of like what you said, having this progression of who you are and just constantly changing, constantly evolving. You're not just one thing. You're not there for a man or for another person. You're not there like in order to fulfill someone else's dreams. Like you have your own, you have your own identity and your own goals. And yeah, I think it was really important to talk about Broad City first. One, because of how much it's been a part of my own life and how much I love, love the show. But also because I think they are, they fit that definition perfectly. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, for example, we have, me and Tristan have a friend who watches Broad City, well, started watching Broad City. It's not her cup of tea. Um, I'm talking about Sarah. It's not her yeah. <laughs> cup of tea because she feels like the antics that they get into are like a little too crazy for her and like not realistic enough. But okay. it's like, I think she is still able to see them for like their good qualities and like the fact that they right. do have a great friendship and the fact that like, you know, like those qualities are still able to stick out because they've just been written so, so well. Um, so even yeah. if you don't like watching yeah. like a crazy comedic show, like you can still see that they 
can be real people and um yeah and they're complex yeah and um one more thing about being dynamic with them they showed the ups and downs with them um really well like obviously we're we both we see them in happy great stages and then like especially with alana we see her in like states of depression and like anxiety and they Mm -hmm. refer to her medication a couple times and a lot uh abby can also be seen at really low points so like you said it's not about just like seeing them at one or the other like they really are fluid and dynamic throughout the whole show right and like as you like like you were saying like the whole thing about her medications like it's never like a big plot point that like she is on like anti-anxiety or antidepressive medication or anything like like I was watching the episode the other day when they were trying to catch the flight like to get to the airport and it was like she was like Abby was helping her pack and she was like don't forget your toothbrush your meds your blah blah blah." like it was just like a thing that's like part of their life like people who are on these medications like it's not like their big like shtick you know Mm-hmm. yeah yeah beautiful thank you, Abby and alana, truly honestly and thank, you, <laughs> thank you to abby and alana because they are just i love them so so much so yeah. we are coming to the end um but i want to <laughs> i want to really thank you guys so much for being a part of this first episode and um like thank you for your insight and just for really helping me do this are there any last words i think abby and alana did a really i really admire them for framing this show as if it's just like two dumb girls and then having <laughs> so many deep meanings it was like punches in the gut to like whoever greenlit this show it was probably white men who greenlit this show and they thought mm-hmm. they were they thought they were getting one thing and i feel like they really <laughs> did something else so. yeah. yeah and like they're them. like their own people like i i really I really like commend them for like all five years, all five seasons they were on TV. Like they never got like swept up or like sold out to like anyone. Like they stuck like true to themselves and like wrote about their real experiences and like cool ideas and like real um, adventures that they would go on. And like they never became like a tool for like something else or like played like different roles. Like they were just themselves. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, that is very important. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you guys again, and I hope (laughs) y'all have a really nice rest of your day. Um, And yeah, so thank you. Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, this is really I'm just glad. a conversation about Broad City. I loved it. <laughs> I could talk about Broad City forever. I mm-hmm, oh, yeah, the best. <laughs> um, but yeah, enjoy <laughs> your <laughs> day in quarantine. <laughs> thank you, you well. Thank you. Bye, Tristan. Bye, 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 bye Michelle. Jade. Great talking to you. You too. Bye. bye.